Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who hate everything. It's kind of mood I'm in today. I I'm noticed. Get, I'm getting, it's getting worse all the time. It's not my fault, though. It's the fault of everybody around me. People don't listen to me. People ignore it me. Out. I tell people to do stuff and they go, huh? What? Like one comes in there and she goes, the car's making a funny noise. I go out and check it. Zero oil. Not even a little bit of oil. I said, do you ever check the oil? No. Would you check it now? Sure. Does she check it now? No. No. Next she day, did check it this morning. Next she day, called to tell me she did, did. Next day, did you check your oil? No. Why would I? Because I told you 16 times. To check your fucking oil, did you? No. 10.30, you going to check your oil? No. Fuck you. Next time I tell her to do something with the car and she doesn't do it, she's done driving it. I know it's a piece of shit. Did you hear what I just said? That she checked it once? She checked it this morning. Well, that's good. How much oil was in it, did she say? Yeah, it was almost to the top level. Okay, that's good. <sighs> Kids. Anyway, if they want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email rwtyshow at gmail.com. You sure about that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to change it just to confuse people. No. I'm going to change the name of the show. I told you that the other day. I know. It'll be called Titties. Cut it out. <laughs> the new name of the show. We'll probably get 8 billion more listeners. That's the plan. That's the plan. It's going to be the first episodes will be just about. And it'll be a big heckle, and they'll be like, yeah, you're not talking about boobs. Do you have to talk about boobs in every single episode then? I'll post you're a, pretty I'll close post, to that I'll, already. I'll anyway. post a different picture of your boobs in every episode. But it'll be an extreme close-up just on your nipple. One pixel? No, just an extreme close-up just on your nipple. That's all you'll be able Stop. to see is the actual nipple. It'll be so close you won't even be able to tell what it is. I think you just give them one pixel at a time, and then by the time <laughs> we're done with however many episodes, Gotta they get them all. paste it together. Of course, we won't tell them what order they're in. Gotta get them all. Be like collecting Pokemon. Exactly. Anyway, this episode number 543, Brains, of which there is a shocking lack in this house. Shocking lack. Must not be referring to me. Why I oughta. Well, I just thought it was funny today we were talking about stuff and I I was pointing out the fact that we were in Barnes & Noble. Every magazine, and that's not a lie, is it? If it was even remotely related to technology, what was on the cover? Boobs? (sighs) (laughs) The iPad. A picture of the iPad. And you said, I said, do you... Do you want one? Because you're talking about stuff for Mother's Day. Right. right? Well, you, you were talking about Father's Day, uh, and I said Mother's Day comes first. Yeah, and you've got a giant fucking computer sitting on your desk. About I know, apparently... and I reminded you, you got a <laughs> motorcycle for Father's Day last year. That's what transportation's different. Uh-uh. But I said, do you think you would want one? And you go, I don't think I would do anything with it. And how many things did I list that you would, would do <laughs> with it immediately? Several. Like a hundred. I was like, you could check your email while you're selling. Oh, no. yeah, that's a good idea. Okay. Because the, the one thing you do more than anybody I know is get up from what you're doing and go check your email. You check your email a lot. And well, I do it to stretch my legs and take a break. Right, so I, I can't sit over that sewing machine right. solidly. I said you could check your email. You could plark. You could listen to music on it. There's You could read a book. Can I you, draw on it? You can draw. Can you draw on your iPod? Yes. Then you could draw on your iPad. See, there's a lot of things you could do. But I'm a little alarmed by how... Everybody is super, I, I mean, I'm excited about the iPad because I think it could be really cool, but everybody's too excited about it. 
So what does that mean? You think it's going to be not the cool thing to have because everybody will have one? I, I, you still I, like your I, iPod. I honestly, well, yeah, I, I don't think exclusivity. I wish everybody did have an iPad. Because you know how much cool shit would come out for it if everybody had one? It would be awesome. Yeah, but part of the magic of having that kind of stuff is being one of the Showing it to poor, Showing it to poor people and going, look yeah. at this. I, I wasted $600 on this. You don't have one. Exactly. Fuck you, poor people. No, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm almost overhyped on it. It's starting to feel a little like Avatar to me. Well, you got to be careful, man. Oh, this is so good. It's better than having your dick sucked. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. And then it comes out and everybody goes, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> you could also watch TV on it. Did you know that? I did not. They're working on getting Hulu on it. It's going to be pretty fucking awesome. What is not awesome, though, is when in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. they remove channels from your television. Yes. Which is normally okay. I mean, that's right. the best time to do it, really. Well, I don't want you taking it off when I'm watching it. Exactly. But it would be nice if when they did that, it didn't completely fuck your TV. You know, like I agree. like if it just went, okay, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna turn your box off for a second, and I'm gonna reset stuff, and then I'll turn it back on, mm-hmm. and I'll tune it to a channel that's not screeching white noise, blaring static. Right, because like me, I don't care. My TV is off at night. You know why? Because sleeping with your TV on makes you stupid. That's a proven fact. There's four people in this house to sleep with the TV on, and I'm smarter than all of them. Cut it out. <laughs> I only put the TV on so it's not pitch black I'm in there whenever it. you come to bed. Isn't How, that nice of me? Mm-hmm. However, your children sleep with the TV on, despite the fact. This is one of the areas where I feel like we're horrible parents. Well, they don't do it because they're watching it the whole time. They just yeah. do it for the background noise. I know, but. Thing 3 uses it like a nightlight. Yeah, but they've proven that having that TV on at night makes it harder for you to actually sleep and that's especially true like we said when at four o'clock in the morning the tv that they're watching suddenly begins blasting static at 100 Mm -hmm. decibels well yeah they're sound asleep the dreaded static comes on and it it is quite loud loud enough to rattle me out of bed and you know i'm down the hall well of course it woke thing three up and i was like damn it because waking her up, it, it's pretty much the same as waking up a toddler. The problem, pretty much. The problem with her is she has, like many things in her life. Well, let me put it this way: If you ever watch Nurse Jackie, the oldest daughter on Nurse Jackie, thing three is about two notches lower on the anxiety scale than that kid. Mm, okay. Yeah. And that kid says things like, "It doesn't matter if my shoes are tied, because the sun is going to explode and kill everyone." Right. That's, right. And thing three has that kind of attitude about things like sleep or yes. when she takes a shower. If she takes a shower and Kim isn't immediately av- available to comb her hair, it is the apocalypse. No, she's combing her own hair now, but I have to make sure that there's no knots. Correct. But you have to be there. Mm-hmm. At night, if she does not fall asleep by 1030, if she's not sleeping by that point, she becomes very anxious and she may not sleep at all. Yes. Instead of just going, I'm tired. How would I close my fucking eyes and relax for a few minutes? She thinks, I'm never going to get enough sleep now. I'm going to be very tired at school tomorrow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my right. God. Oh, my God. So when right. she wakes up at 4 o'clock in the morning, it's pretty much just, oh, my God, immediately. Because she realizes there's only two hours. I'm not really tired because I did get six hours of sleep so far. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to be really tired. Oh, my God. Son of a bitch. Kill me now. Which is pretty much what you say. Yeah. 
So I'm up four o'clock in the morning. Of course, I don't want to wake anybody else up. Which is good because if somebody wakes me up at four o'clock in the morning, they're going to get cleaved. Mm-hmm. So I'm groping around. I find a tap light so I can see the buttons on the television. Now, at this point, I don't understand what has happened. <laughs> I have no freaking idea. All I know. Why is there so much noise and why is it yes, so early in the morning? It's noisy. There's white static and thing three is about to have a cow. And all I want to do is go back to sleep. <laughs> so I'm doing the normal troubleshooting. Well, did she roll over on the remote? And now it's like on DVD or something. There's no DVD in there. So that's why it's messed up. So I, I make sure that all the settings are correct. Then I move to my next step, which is to unplug the the DVR and then plug it back in again, let it reset on its own. I do that and I get some stupid power failure message. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. So then my next thing is, well, is all of the cable out? I don't know. So I go into the living room. I turn the TV on with all the sound down. That one's working fine. I reset the main one anyway, just to see if it'll kickstart the other one. Nope. I'm trying everything. After about 15 minutes, I'm good and wide awake. Now I'm getting pissed because I can't figure out what's wrong with this. And think three's in a frenzy. So now I've got to try to figure out what to do, plan B, because it's not working. So I told her she was just going to have to deal with it. And, you know, she was only going to have to sleep for a few more hours. I go back to bed thinking she's going to be up any time. Right. And I didn't fall back asleep until about 5.15. I don't know what it is with you not being able to fall back asleep. Well, I was sure she was going to come in there. I would kill myself if I was you. Because if if anything wakes you up, you're up for an hour. I know. So 5.15, I fall asleep. Then my alarm went off at 5.30. I was like, wah. I would kill myself. Couldn't do it. Turns out that uh, she didn't come back in light because after about five minutes, it just fixed itself. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Nice. If I had just left it alone, stopped pushing all the buttons and resetting it and unplugging it and stuff, it probably would have fixed itself much quicker. Have you ever wondered if we put the, you know, there's a timer on the box, right? No. Okay. I never used it. You can say, I want this to turn off in an hour. Do you think if we taught the kids how to set the timer so it would just turn off so that would never happen? Because that's not the first time that shit's happened. I know. It's always some god awful time. Or my other favorite is when they do the emergency broadcast system. That's usually at like yeah, 1 a.m. That's a good one. And I it's know. super loud. And then, yeah. yeah, if all the televisions are on, it's all through the house. The animals are freaking out. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. Not, I don't like that. So she didn't get very much sleep that night. And then nope. the next day, she was was day two mm-hmm. of her new class. Right. Because she's not, she's not in regular kid school anymore. Now she's off to GT. Right. Which, I'm glad she's in GT. However... The fact that they just dumped her in there on a Monday, right, mm-hmm. with no ramp up time, yes, created a little bit of a difficulty. It did because, for whatever reason, our school likes to give out homework for the week mm-hmm. in GT. Right, they give it out for the week, usually on a Monday, and it's due the next Tuesday. Okay, which meant that thing one got a week's worth of homework Monday night that she had to turn in the next day, or thing right. thing three did. I mean. Yes. Now, so she's in a total tizzy trying to figure out how she's going to get all this work done. Right. The other problem is that, as we alluded to earlier, thing three has herself on a very tight schedule. Okay. At five o'clock, she's relaxing. 
That's what's on her schedule. Oh, yeah. She wants to have all the homework stuff right. behind her by 5. 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock is I'm relaxing time. 7 o'clock is shower time. 7.30 is mom checking my hair time. And then off to her room to watch TV for an hour before she goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Right? So she was trying to cram a week's worth of advanced homework that she's never done before. Mm-hmm. And it is somewhat involved. There's usually a lot of reading. There's some writing, some drawing. There, there's things to do. Okay. She wants it all done in an hour. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to happen. Oh, my God. There was a, a, much gnashing of teeth, some tears. Yes. And her face was beet red the whole time. Well, I finally just, I just flat out told her, if this is what it's going to be like, you're out of GT. I know. I told her <laughs> that, too. I was like, oh, I don't think I can handle this. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> this is way too much clearly stress. Clearly, you're cracking under the pressure already. No. Yeah. A whole load of suck. So, okay, she gets the homework done, and I didn't even tell you this, that big poster that she was working on. Yeah. That, I mean, it's like, it's a big poster, okay? Yeah. The whole thing had to be colored. Right. No white space. Well, that's one of the things they do to those poor GT kids, is everything has to be a production. Mm-hmm. It has to be, they have all the things to make sure that you know what it, something is when it's finished, which I think is good, because if you look at a lot of the, her other school projects before she got into that class... They were perfectly acceptable to half-assing it, you know? Somewhat, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I need you to make a poster of, you know, your book report, and the character might be half-colored, and the rest of it's just black. <laughs> and yeah, that was, was okay. Just nothing. Yeah, so, you know, it was a lot of coloring. Well, she got it all ready, and the teacher told her today that she doesn't have to turn it in until Friday. Yeah, nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, at least you got it done early. You got that off your list, so it gives you more time to concentrate on the other stuff. And she was super excited because she got her her field trip slip. Mm-hmm. So she's officially right in the time. She's officially on to the big field trip, which I guess is good. It Whatever. is. So I can't. Hopefully, she'll come back with more than just pictures of the toilet. Yeah. Oh, my fucking like God. the other two, or pictures of the backs of their friends' head. Like the, yeah, the yeah. We'll see what kind of inventiveness she comes up with. I'm pretty sure she's trying to top that. So what's the bullshit with the turtles? Well, okay, all of the fifth grade classes are doing, they always have a science project at the end of the year. They had, um, oh, let's see, two years ago, she brought home a um, crab. Mm-hmm. And then last year, she brought home frogs. Yeah. Yeah, this year they have uh, aquariums. And for some reason, the teachers, I guess, did not really fully read the packet instructions. Because they bought several types of critters for these aquariums. And when they got the critters and they started to read the pack, they realized that they were not allowed to have the turtles. I guess they weren't compatible with the other life that was in there. These turtles will kill everything else in your your thing. Oh, damn. Yeah, so she um, found out that the turtles are essentially contraband. And one of the teachers took the, all of the turtles home. Oh, no. So now she's like schmoozing, wheedling her way, trying to get one of those turtles to bring it home. I'm pretty sure. Is there anything fancy about them? I don't think so, are but I don't think turtles? she wanted the aquatic ones. No, these are aquatic I think turtles. they're aquatic. Fuck, man. So, I, I, you know, she's probably going to get the whole damn tank set up, take I, a picture I, of I'm it, sure. and bring it to her teacher. I'm sure. Or she's going to actually insist that I lug a 50-gallon aquarium to school to prove no, that we have it no, <laughs> no. 
I can put some roller skates on the bottom or something and wheel it. What a giant pain in the butt. I was like, really? We had to do the turtle thing? It's like the universe conspiring. Aquatic turtles are not easy to take care of. I don't want to deal with it. I really don't. I don't want to deal with it. I uh, she doesn't want an aquatic turtle. But but she'll she'll gladly take it. She probably would. I, yes, exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I may have to send the teacher an email and say... Say, no, no fucking turtles, please. No turtles. Well, it was also kind of insulting today because not only, you know, do they not have the turtles in the classroom, she had to take a freaking test yeah. on her second day. <laughs> hey, I, I didn't really think that was test. fair. They probably won't count it. I hope not because I don't think that's fair. Well, fair is relative. There's a lot of things that aren't fair. You know? Well, I know, Teach you but you can't really life. be in a class for one day and expect to take a test on everything mm-hmm. that everybody else has been covering the whole time. That's how the Rude. Real, that's how the real world works. The story comes to us from Daniel. Thank you very much. When it was launched less than a year ago, the $2,500 Tata Nano was promoted as a safe, ultra-cheap car for poor Indians, an alternative to the motorbikes that zoom precariously around the country. New questions about the safety of the pint-sized auto are being raised, however, after one of them burst into flames Sunday as it was being driven home from the showroom. Software <sighs> engineer Satish Sawant, his wife and son, five. Wow, you must work where the same place I do, so you, those Indian names roll right off your tongue. Mm-hmm. Escape from the silver Tatanano, which still bore a celebratory garland of marigolds on the front hood before the tiny car was engulfed in flames. Now, I do have to say that the, the wreath of... Uh... Or the Garland of Marigolds. It's a lot classier than the shit they do down here when you buy a car. I know. You know what I'm saying? They don't do jack well, here. Well, you get a big ribbon if it's Christmas time, you know. There's stuff like that. But yeah, it's nobody's putting a garland of flowers on it. Damn. A chauffeur initially was at the wheel, but Sawant said that he had taken over driving before the fire broke out. Tata has offered Sawant a replacement nano or a refund. My wife now doesn't want to buy any car, Sawant said by phone from his home in northern Mumbai on Thursday. She doesn't even want to go for a Mercedes. Your wife she sounds like me. And yes. I'm out. This is Burn me once, can't burn me twice. This is the problem that all men have with their wives. Clearly, women just generalize things into giant fucking categories. This, this shit can't tell the difference between a $2,500 literal piece of shit and a Mercedes. I guarantee you it's been a long fucking time since a Mercedes just spontaneously combusted. Even Toyotas, which are even now plotting to kill us all by not stopping when we tell them to stop. Did you know that NASA got called in on that? I did, but you know what? I have a problem with that. They can't even figure out what keeps making their heat shields fall off of the shuttles. No, they know what makes the heat shields fall off. Okay, they can't make it stop. They can't make it stop. But still, the the idea that someone is seriously entertaining the, the concept that cosmic rays are the reason why my Toyota doesn't stop, that's silly. But, the, I don't know. Here's the thing, people. When you buy a piece of shit and it catches on fire, don't be surprised. It's a piece of shit. I know, but I don't think they expected it to catch on fire so quickly. No. I don't even think they had time to get insurance. Oh, you have to get insurance before you leave. Yeah, just like us, you don't get to leave drive off the lot until you have insurance. But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is just a sign that people in India don't need cars. Go back to walking everywhere. Or put six or seven people on your motorcycle like the Berenstein Bears and drive that around. I don't know, man. It's just, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Everybody in the chat room's making uh, booby jokes 
Because of the name of the car. Look, if I didn't make baby jokes the rest of you, I have to stop too. <laughs> Don't make fun of you the You gotta admit, it's kind of an or- unfortunate name for a car. Well. Tiny tits. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what it stands for, right? That's what they like in India. Like it looks like a single nipple riding down the, car, the road. Speaking I don't know what it looks which, like. Speaking of which, did you see that uh, Indian porn star got killed over there? Oh, I did not. Apparently, there's not very many porn stars in India, obviously. <laughs> but there was one, and she was making a big deal about the fact that she was Indian and she was making porn, and mm. you know, people should just shut the fuck up, and they killed her. Snap. <laughs> hey, that's my first snap in a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I can't take other countries seriously anymore. Even Russia, I can't take seriously anymore. Because they're they're about Russia's about to go on a fucking pogrom, and if I was a Muslim, I would get the fuck out of Russia. That bombing this week, they no, just clearly okay. have decided that it's open season on Muslims now, and Russia ain't nice. So, but yeah, it, here's the deal, India. If if the best car that you know you can afford costs twenty five hundred dollars, don't. <laughs> That's my suggestion. Exactly. Save your fucking pennies. I know it's going to suck to have to keep pushing your dung cart around or have your ox pull it or whatever you got. That's going to suck. But it's better than catching on fire and dying. That's all I got to say. And, you know, can you believe they were going to talk about bringing these over to the United States? Um, no. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Have to make some uh, <sighs> improvements. Man, this next story is how I'm going to become rich. The Harvard Crimson was one of three college newspapers that ran an identical classified ad seeking a woman who fit a narrow profile, younger than 29 with a GPA over 3.5 and an SAT score over 1,400. The lucky candidate stood to collect $35,000 if she donated her eggs for harvesting. The ad was one of 105 college newspaper ads examined by a Georgia Institute of Technology researcher who issued a report yesterday that appeared to confirm the long-held suspicion that couples who are un- unable to have children of their own are willing to pay more for reproductive help from someone smart. The analysis showed that higher payments offered to egg donors correlated with higher SAT scores. Holding all else equal, an increase of 100 SAT points in the score of a typical incoming student increased the compensation offered to O-site donors at the college or university by $2,350, wrote researcher Aaron D. Levine. So here's the thing. Thing one's worried about how to pay for college, done. Done. That is true. She's just got to go through the harvesting process, which I think can be kind of painful and lengthy. Nah, stop whining. I'm just saying. Here, here's the thing. If somebody told me that they were going to have to, it, it's, it, won't, it won't be any worse than having a vasectomy. And if somebody had told me they'd pay me $3,500 to reach into my ball sack and scoop out some stuff, I would have said, get to scooping. It is kind of a nice uh, payoff. <laughs> it's a lot of fucking Wonder, money. Wonder, oh, you have to be younger than 29. Maybe I need to go to Six Flags and have that chick guess my age. Yeah. And if it comes around 29, then I can fake it. I just think it's funny because I tried to talk you into doing this before. No. I was like, you're not really using those for anything. How about we just get them fucking scraped out of there? And you're like, no, I don't want to have them. Well, now I'm sure I don't need them. Well, it's a little late now. No, it's not. Nobody wants your fucking hairy, shriveled eggs. At this point in your life, your eggs are likely to produce a kid that goes, oh, there's no guarantees in life. 
especially if you're taking eggs out of somebody your age. No offense. You still look good, but it's a well-known fact that at this point, if you got pregnant, you're rolling the dice that you're going to have oh, a spider that's baby. That's true. It would be kind of scary. Uh, they were making me feel old as dirt when I had thing three. You know? Well, they hey, were... mom over 30. Oh, my God. Yeah, you have to be a little careful. I mean, it's not... I understand that everybody's pushing their having babies thing out later and later, but honestly, ladies, you you are flirting with fucking disaster. You're not meant to be having kids at 40. You're not. You're really not. Well, that's true. Well, you know, here's the thing. Is it really that much of a mystery that when people are looking for egg or sperm donors, they generally look at how intelligent they are? Well, yes. Nobody wants to yes. necessarily pick somebody who's got a big dong, but he's got the IQ of 80. Wow. Know what I'm saying? You like fucking That's the not exactly retards, the, what, you're what you're trying to pass on. No, it's it's totally true. It, it wasn't a surprise to me. That I was like, really? Somebody who's more intelligent and who go, is going to college? And I, I bet, too, if they're like, you need to be, you know, if you're over five feet six or whatever, if you're, you know, if you weigh between this amount of weight, if you have blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever. You know, whatever they're mm-hmm. looking for, you'll get more. the the t- The more stringent criteria that you can meet, the more money you'll get. Right. You know, the well-rounded package, I would assume, would be even pricier. That's what I'm saying. Thing one, I'm just gonna sneak in some time and stick a needle in her and suck some eggs out because there's a fucking fortune to be made there. Jackpot. I would feel bad, though, if they harvested eggs and then she needed them later. That's dumb. <laughs> it is not dumb. Do you think they would let her track them back and get her own eggs? Oh, Jesus. Do if you she really? needed to? Okay. I'm asking. Every month, you dump at least one straight into the toilet. Not e- No questions yeah, asked. At least one happens. egg, you just go, and it goes right down people the have t- drain. People have problems all the time that are unexpected. So here's what she can do. In the contract, right, and you're going to take two more out and freeze them just for me. I bet yeah. you could do that. I mean, that's what could. I would do. Like, no, we're, we're, gonna take, we're not going to take any chances. That's probably true. You probably have to pay for storing them, though. I mean, how much room do they take up? Put it in your fucking contract. I'm it's sure. not like they're stuffing 10 people full bodies in a single tank. I'm kind of surprised that you're allowed to sell eggs. To be honest. Because it's a, it's a, I mean, it's not the important part of making a baby, but it's half a baby. I couldn't, you know, pluck out a fetus and rip it in half and sell you the top half. Stop. Somebody would get mad. What? That one's already cooked, though. That's different. Not, not, no, it's a fetus. It's not cooked yet. It's still cooking. I know, but it's all got all of its uh, DNA. Okay. What if I... Okay, let's put it this way. Let's say that we could tell the instant you got pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And right after the first cell division, I could reach in and pluck one of them out. Okay? Mm-hmm. How about that? Isn't that stem cell stuff? Your other one will continue to grow. And the one that I took will also continue to grow. I've essentially made a pair of twins. Yeah. So what's the big deal? Yeah, it's a slippery slope and you know it. Where does the slippery slope start? Because you're taking something from it. You're actually making a separate second person. Okay. And what I'm saying is. But the egg is not a person in by, by all by itself. That's a slippery fucking slope. Right there. It is not. It's just a part. One, one cell is not a person. A two, two cells is a person. An egg is not a complete 
It's one cell. Embryo. Nah, I'm not buying this. This is this is how people get in trouble. Cut it out. It's, it's Okay, here's somebody who probably should have just left her eggs where they were. A uh, California mother said she had her 11-year-old... Oh, no, this is, I was thinking it was the other one. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Kim teases a story that you're not going to get till tomorrow. On the next show. Sorry. A California mother said she had her 11-year-old son hold a sign on a street corner for three hours to apologize for being disrespectful to his teacher. Cassandra Rollins of Sacramento said she and Ahmad Rollins' father decided to have the boy apologize to his fifth-grade teacher by holding a sign detailing his offense and remorse on the busy corner of Trexel Road and West El Camino Avenue, KCRA-TV Sacramento reported Tuesday. Rollins said her son's worst offense was calling the teacher a jackass. It's important to respect authority, and I hope parents agree with me, she said. Yeah, I can go with that. Yeah, three hours is really not that big of a deal, unless there were, like, floods and mudslides. <sighs> yeah, I don't really know what was going on Stop at being the time. A baby. I don't know. I mean, Georgia girl saying she's tired of the, the uh, public shame stories, but here, here's the thing. There has to be some kind of middle ground between the you can't punish your kids at all, which is what a lot of people firmly believe. Mm. The punishing your kid in any way is not good. And the other extreme of you punish your kid for every fucking thing they do. Now, sometimes, and we talked about this uh, a couple shows ago, the key to some kids is they will, they will continue to do something until it embarrasses them, at which point they will never do it again. Mm, that's true. Right? Mm -hmm. so this kind of solves two problems one everybody knows what happens if you're a dumbass or at least in this lady's house and two that kid's not gonna do it again it's just not yeah but now he's plotting her death you know he's laying in bed at night talking to himself about how much he hates her and how much he is embarrassed by what she made him do well in my I'm, I'm pretty sure this kid was probably a jackass well, that's true. I, mean, I guarantee you that he is. But in my upcoming book, Stop Ruining Your Kids, You Retarded Fuckhead, I will point out the fact that if you don't believe that your kids are plotting to kill you from the moment they can form a coherent thought until the day they move out of your house, you don't know what you're, do you're talking about. Every kid, at least once a week, thinks about, I'm going to kill my fucking parents. Because that's just the way kids are. They're evil, hateful little monsters. Even Maybe that's the, why I can't ones. ever sleep when somebody's waking me up. I'm like, why are they by my bed? Probably. Probably. But but it's true. Kids are very aggressive, very mean little monsters. And I guarantee you, until they're 15, 16, 17 years old, they're sociopaths. They don't get it. Well, I'm not sure that everybody harbors murderous intentions. But it certainly isn't unreasonable to think that they have thoughts, you know, that are ill-intentioned. All, uh, right. You know, something that they want to get back at mom, even if it's right. a fleeting moment. Well, there's a reason why the electric complex and the Oedipal complex are such a big fucking deal. Oh, kids, kids are extremely conflicted about how they feel about their parents. And I, I really do believe that. I mean, it's obvious they don't carry through on it. OK, and I'm not saying that every kid is, you know, Dexter waiting to happen. But I am saying before they get to the point where they can control their impulses, I wouldn't stand too close to the stairs. You know, on a day you made him mad. 
then that's true. And, and you know, when you think about it, an 11 year old fifth grade boy sounds young and the small. I don't know, man. They're corn fed down here and they're, they're pretty big. <laughs> that kid weighs 160 pounds. <laughs> exactly. Fucking six and a half They're bigger tall. than me in third grade. It is a little spooky. It is a little bit spooky. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with making your kid feel bad about doing something they shouldn't have done. And I really don't think this is the first offense that this kid's had. I'm pretty sure it was a, a pattern of behavior. And finally, his mom said, fuck it, stand on the corner. Where are the sign telling everybody you're a dumbass? Did you ever have to stand in the corner with your nose against the wall for doing uh, whatever? Uh, I think I had to stand in a corner a couple times, but that's one of the, I think that's a punishment that's just ridiculous. I had to do it a lot. When you weren't getting hit with the brush? Um, <laughs> just teasing. It's really not funny. I'm sorry. But we had to do it a lot. And most of the times it was when we were fighting and she would put each one of us in an opposite corner with our hands behind our back. You had to stand with your nose against the wall. Against the wall? Yeah. That's a little rude. We just, whenever, like I said, we usually just got banished. I mean, we, but we had a lot of land. I mean, we were, we were dispatched to the four corners of the earth. But I don't remember standing in the corner very often. I don't think that really happened. I'm going to do that all the time. I guess that's the same uh, as a timeout, basically. Yeah. Except you're, you know, you're facing the wall, so you can't really make faces (laughs) at each other. You can't antagonize. Well, it does. It does. One of the things that I don't think timeouts do very well is, again, kids are a lot like chickens, right? If you block out all the stimuli around them, they just kind of zone. And I believe (laughs) the chalk line on the floor actually works for kids, too. Yeah, chicken <laughs> don't cross this line what this line don't fucking cross exactly. it up to a certain point of yeah. course you know they may always try to tow the line but... yeah no i don't remember standing in the corner of our house. i remember when i was a little little bitty kid i went i got sent to uh daycare for no apparent reason since my mom didn't do anything you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. well like... isn't that funny how daycare was very <laughs> unusual back then really yeah, it was really unusual, and, and it, was, now it, it was even more unusual if your mom didn't work. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's know? called a mom's day out. Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. But I, I remember the first day in daycare, I had to stand in the corner. I do remember that. Aww. Well, it's because I, I was like five, maybe? Maybe six. I wasn't very old. But I had already learned at that point that you solved problems with other boys by punching them in the neck. Uh, was but, it a, what is it, a church daycare? No, it was just it was some fucking, I, I don't know, it was in somebody's basement. I probably got, Yay. I'm probably lucky I didn't get to stay there because I I bet everybody else got touched in their special place. Lovely. But yeah, I, I got into a fight the first day and they were like standing in the corner and I was like, ah. and then the next day when I was like, you have to go to daycare. I was like, yeah, I'm not going. <laughs> now what? <laughs> 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 and I got put in the car and we went to the daycare and I got dropped off of the daycare and my mom tried to do the thing where she pretends not to notice what I'm up to. You know what I mean? Where they just drop you off and leave. <laughs> right. And I just walked away. And I'm out. Well, and the thing about it too was when I was in kindergarten, I walked home from school, right? Right. So taking me to the daycare in my tiny little town was essentially no different than me going to school. And if I didn't want to be there, I was going home. Exactly. What? What? Four walls? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get in the building. That's the chain, me. She dropped me, <laughs> she dropped me off. <laughs> on the sidewalk you know and then went about her business i was like well as soon as that car goes around the corner i'm gonna start walking 
And I got home not too long after she did. She's like, what are you doing here? I'm not going to daycare. I don't want to prove. You probably went down to the corner store to get penny candy. I didn't have any money. You could probably find a penny on the street. No, not back then. Pennies were no, worth something. People not. didn't just drop them. Are right, you got anything else over there? I don't. They don't call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Now Email. Text. Uh, you'll take a text. Kim likes text. Yeah. Email. show at gmail.com. Yep. I'm trying to figure out some way that we can get pictures. I, I'm going to do some experiments. I think we can get pictures on our Google Voice line, but I got to figure it out. Okay. Because I like people to be able to send me pictures from their camera. I think we'd get a lot of pictures, like pictures of a fucking Roadrunner. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So I might be at a strip club, send me pictures of some boobies. I don't know. Uh, let's see. All right. Don't forget you can juice us at Blueberry.com. Vote for us on uh, Podcast Alley. Leave us a review on iTunes. Maybe I'll learn how to program and make us an iPod Touch app or an iPhone app. Ooh, aren't you fancy schmancy? Nah, probably not. That's another thing I shouldn't promise because I'm not rapping. All right, Kim. You got anything else? No? No. no? All right, good. All right. There you go. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastelly.com.